the ICC Imara podcast. Here at ICC Imara, we're all about connecting people to God and to each other, challenging believers to Christ-likeness, and changing the world. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this message. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. What a wonderful privilege we have today to come before his presence in this Sunday service, to just listen to the word of God, to worship him, to listen to the voice of the spirit, even as he talks to us during this season and this time. And I'm so thankful to God that it is December. December for us is normally a wonderful time. I mean, in many seasons, it has always been a wonderful time where people gather together, they go and leave, they take breaks, they come together to hear the voice of the Lord, to reconnect with family, to just rediscover themselves and go back and see how the year has been. This December 2020 probably may not be what other Decembers have been like for us. It has been a difficult year and we all acknowledge it. So probably for us this year, we may not really be in a hurry to go up country. We may not be so quick to have joy and celebrate because we have burdens that we have borne. But nonetheless, God is still speaking to us a very special thing this December, that we do not need to be tired just because the year has been tiring. We do not need to be weary just because the year has been weary. We do not need to rush to end the year just because the year, just because the year has been difficult. I want us to just read a scripture, even as we get ourselves ready to hear the word of the Lord today. What is December really about? Is it really only about celebrating Christmas? Is it really only about planning for the new year that is coming? What is God saying to us this December, this December of 2020? I want us to read today from the book of John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, and then we will read verse 9. And this is what the word of the Lord tells us, that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and all things were made through him. And apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. Now I want us to just pause and listen to the next few verses because they are so meaningful to us. They are truly what is the advent of Christmas for us. It says this, Life was in him and that life was the light of men that light shines in darkness yet darkness did not overcome it the true light who gives light to everyone was coming to the world the true light who gives light to everyone was coming to the world it's already 2000 years since these words were declared and that light has already come to us, the true light. This light 
that shines in darkness and does not overcome it. I want us to title our message today, Light in the Darkness. Why? Because this year has been a dark year. It has been a dark year for most of us. Even if you personally has not gone through any difficulty this year, you certainly know of persons, loved ones, even people who are probably distant from you, who've gone through such sorrow. That sorrow has made this year dark for many of us. And it has been difficult for us to reconcile ourselves with what Christmas truly is normally all about at a time when we probably just want to end the year, be done with it and get into a new season. But God is calling us back to him this morning. He's telling us this one thing. Darkness does not define this year because the true light, the true light of men has come. And this season celebrates the fact that that true light has come. So what does he want us to really learn this December? What does he want us to truly carry forward into a new season this December? And these are the things that I want us to look at, that we may be encouraged, that hope may rise anew in us as we go into the new year, regardless of all the things that are ahead of us, there are obligations that are ahead of us. There are issues that are pending in 2021. But regardless of these things that are ahead of us, there's something God is telling us that we should not be jaded about Christmas time. Even if the finances to do Christmas as we know it, to do December as we know it, even if the family and the loved ones who would have been with us are not with us, there's something God is saying this December that that thing that he sent Christ to do 2,000 years ago is still true for us even in this year of 2020. 2020 does not change the plans and the purposes of God. And these are the things that we want to look at. But as we do that, let's just establish a few things. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2 says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and a light has dawned on those who are living in the land of darkness. This year truly has been a land of darkness. God is saying this thing, that a great light has dawned. And what light is this that is dawning for us this December? One of the key facts that we need to establish as we move forward is this one thing, that there is a word coming to us from God. And this word is not just any word. The first fact is this, that this word was there in the beginning and this word was with God. The second fact is this word is actually God himself. And over and above that, everything, we ourselves and this world that we live in was created by him. Why is this important? It's important for us to establish this fact because if we don't, trust them and believe them within ourselves, then verse 4, 5, and 9 that follow will not make sense for us and they will not give us the joy that they are meant to give us. We know that this word is God, God himself. So when in verse 4 he says that life was in him and that life was the light of men, what is he telling us? In John chapter 10 verse 10, the Bible tells us this, that the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. This is the darkness that is being referred to 
by Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 2, that the people are walking in darkness. Darkness has come through the hand of the enemy, through the hand of sin. Darkness has come. And then Jesus declared in that John chapter 10, and he said this, that I have come that you might have life and have life in abundance. And this is what this verse 4 is telling us, that that life that Jesus came to give us, that life that is life in abundance, that life is the light of men. That the life that is in Christ Jesus, who is God, that life is the light of men. What does that mean for us in practical terms? We have struggled with loss this year. Physical lives have been lost. Other kinds of losses have come that mean death to us. Probably there have been jobs that have been lost, opportunities that went. Perhaps some of us entered into a place of depression and we've lost hope. Death has come. Something was destroyed. Something was killed. But this life that Jesus has spoken to us is light that is coming to shine on this darkness. And this is what the word of God is telling us. That life was the light of men. That even in death, even in loss, even in grief, there is light. We do not need to walk in that darkness. We do not need to walk as if life will not be restored in that space. As he was speaking during the death, uh, during the time he went to, to, to encourage Martha and Mary in John chapter 11, Lazarus was dead for days and there was no more hope. They had waited on Jesus to come and he didn't come on time. And here they were, they were weeping with grief and hope was all gone. Yet Jesus, who is life, the light came and he came and he also grieved. But he didn't grieve without hope. He was grieving with hope because he knew he is the life. And he spoke to Martha and Mary and he said these things that even if he dies, he will live. He was referring to Lazarus in verse 23. In verse 23 and verse 25, he was telling them he will rise again. And this is the word that God is speaking to us, that in him is life. Even where there is death, in him there is life. So we have had seasons in the last couple of months where the servants of God have been speaking to us about new beginnings. These are the things, these are the words that God is asking us to remember in this time. And they will shine light in us that there is life even after death. Yes, Christ grieved for Lazarus, but he knew he has life within him. So he stepped forward after that and called him forth back to life. What are we saying? We are saying in Christ there is life. That relationship that has been lost, it may be gone, but in Christ something new will come up. Maybe that loved one has gone to rest. But in Christ, there is life after that. Don't give up on God. Perhaps that job has been lost. 
it is dead, but there is Christ who has come and his light is shining upon that situation, telling you that he has brought life. Life will come. There is a new season coming up. There are new beginnings coming up. There is life even after death. There is life even after loss. There is life because he who is the author of life, because we established that he created all things. This person who is the author of life has come and he is assuring us this one thing, that in him was life and that life was the light of men and he is shining darkness even in the darkness that is brought by death. I want to encourage you this morning that you should not look back at everything that has been lost and have despair. As long as we are in Christ, though we grieve, we have new hope. We have hope for every new day. Why? Because in him there is life. Some things may not come back to life the way we desire them to be, but they will always come back better. Lazarus could have been healed and the testimony would have been major. But when God brought him back to life, there's a declaration that God made in that space that he is the author of life and there's nothing he cannot redeem and restore. So this is the first thing that God is speaking to us this morning, that in him is life and that life is what is light in all our darknesses, in all the situations that have died. The second thing that he speaks to us is that that light shines in darkness, yet that darkness did not overcome it. What am I trying to say from this scripture? And what is the Holy Spirit trying to let us see? This is not just any other light. It is a light that shines in darkness and there is no way darkness can overcome it. Now we have lots of lights that are there in our lives. I, I know for, I, for those of you who have children and you have seen these toys that come with a little bit of light and it shines, but it can only push away minuscule forms of darkness. It really doesn't go anywhere. That is some of the situations or the solutions that the world gives us when we are faced with difficulties. They are called momentary lights, lights that we hold and we hope they will chase away the darknesses that are in our lives. Perhaps it's an illicit relationship that you have gotten yourself into. Perhaps it's money that you have picked that doesn't belong to you. You're working in an organization, you took a bribe, you did something because the financial constraints were pushing you. Perhaps you're in a situation and you felt, no, I can't, I can't do anything else. Let me do these drugs. They will help me deal with this situation. Perhaps you got yourself addicted to a substance you shouldn't do because at that particular moment, it felt like it takes me away from this depression. It takes away the sorrow that I have to deal with on a daily basis. Perhaps it's a facade that you have been putting up that makes people think everything is nice. Perhaps it's lies that you constantly tell. Perhaps it's a bad temper. These are all momentary lights that we give ourselves or the world offers and they only temporarily deal with the things that are around us. That stolen money only goes so far. That illicit relationship only comes us so much. 
it truly never takes away the darkness the way we want it to do. It never deals with the situation. In fact, more often than not, it buds a new darkness in our lives. And then we have again to go look for another form of light that we think will deal with this situation. But the word of the Lord is telling us this, that this light shines in darkness and darkness cannot overcome it. What is God telling us? That there is an ability in him to overcome every single situation that we are facing or we will face or we have faced before. That we do not need to go for the momentary solutions that the world gives us. That we can be willing to surrender our difficulties and our circumstances to him. Why? Because it is only this light that has been proven to be able to overcome the darkness that is in the world. And the question that the Holy Spirit is asking us is this. Are you willing to believe this? Are you willing to trust this? Are you willing this December, instead of being jaded and thinking, I've seen this, been there, done that. I mean, Christmas is all the same. In fact, this year is only going to get worse because there's no money to do this. I don't want to deal with people. I don't want to deal with any situation. It's been so bad. Can this year just end? The Holy Spirit is asking us, all of us, to really go back and question ourselves. Do we truly believe that he is the light that can shine in every single darkness, in everything that we are going through or we've gone through and manage to obliterate it? Do we truly believe? Or are we actually going to go into this month just hanging in there by a thread? Do we truly believe those three facts that we established at the very beginning? That he is the word that has life and that word is God himself. And these are the questions that the Holy Spirit is urging us to put before him. So that as we do, we can truly let that light shine shine in our lives so that our hearts can be renewed, so that our hearts can be opened up and every darkness that is within there chased away. Are you willing to let go of the strategy that you have, of the solution that you think you have, and listen to the word of God, to the promises that he has given you? Are you willing to pick them up again, even if they look like they have been delayed, even if they look like they have not been answered? Was there a word of prophecy spoken over you? Did God promise you something years back? Did somebody come and give you a word of encouragement and you perhaps thought to put it aside for a momentary light, a light that truly cannot cast all the darkness away? I want to encourage you this morning that this light is not a fake light. It does not lie. And verse 9, which is truly the most powerful scripture of all, and I want us to just be encouraged with it. It says, the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming to the world. The true light. I think what God is trying to tell us at this particular moment is that all these other lights, momentary as they are, are just fake lights. They may be reflections of something that looks like it will work, but they are not the true light. And this true light is not just for a select few. The Bible says, 
who gives light to everyone. This light is available to each and every one of us. It is not for people who are more spiritual. It is not for people who have prayed more than others. It is not for people who are somewhere closer to God than others. Each and every one of us. And I'm saying this because I want to encourage a brother and a sister out there who is probably going through some form of darkness because of choices that they made that were not good. And now you're living through the consequences of something that you have done. And it has brought darkness into your life. It has brought darkness into your family. It has brought darkness into the lives of your loved ones. And they're probably blaming you. They have pushed you away. Your reputation is probably gone. Perhaps this year you were unable to fulfill the obligations that you were supposed to be fulfilling to certain people. And darkness came. This light is for everyone, and it has come to this world. The Bible tells us this one thing, that God is not man that he should lie. This light will not prove fake. This light will not prove a source of confusion. It will not momentarily light up your path, and then you will not find it. You will not stay at a place and not find clarity with God. So it does not matter what your situation is. If there is grief in your life, this is the true light that brings healing in those broken places. If there is financial loss and financial difficulty, there is the word of God and the light of God and the life of God in him to bring back to life and bring prosperity in your financial circumstances. In that relationship that has broken and that has been lost, this light is the one that is capable of bringing restoration and hope. If the brokenness is because of sin, this is light that is able to bring forgiveness, able to bring sanctification, able to bring healing. And I want us at this particular moment, as we consider these things that God is telling us, to truly question ourselves, where are we walking in? Have we let God in, in all our dark places? Are there some spaces in our hearts that we have sequestered them away from the light of God? I just want us to take a few minutes and consider the words of Job. Job went through a season of such deep darkness. Everything he held dear was taken away. And it was taken away at a time where it made no sense. Mm. He believed he was a righteous man. He had done no evil. And these difficulties came to him in a manner that could not be explained. And it covered all the situations of his life. And he cried to God and he remembered something. In Job chapter 29 verse 3 says this one thing. When God's lamp shone above my head, this is Job saying this, I walked through darkness by his light. When God's lamp shone above my head, I walked through darkness by his light. God is willing to shine his light 
over us and in every sphere of our darkness. When we are struggling, sometimes we want to go speak to people and that's encouraging and it is good. Sometimes we want to go read up something somewhere and it's encouraging. Sometimes we want to go to social media and rent and that is encouraging in its own way. But we are being encouraged by the Holy Spirit this morning that there is life in him today and he's offering it to each and every one of us. And if we are willing, we can open up our hearts, even in those spaces that have been broken most, that have been hurt the most, that have had the most grief and sorrow. And like Job, we will have his, light, his lamp shining upon our heads and helping us walk through this darkness. I want to encourage each and every one of us, wherever we may be right now, that we may open our hearts and let the Spirit of God minister to us. Let us lay open our hearts. Have you lost a loved one this year? Let God shine his encouragement to you and know that he's willing and he's working in you to bring healing. Are you trusting God for January, for your children to get school fees and you don't know where that money is going to come from, there is hope in God. There is hope in Christ Jesus. Are you wondering and questioning when God will come through for you? He's here this morning and he's willing to shine his light in all these spheres of darkness. He has said in his word that he is one who sticks closer than a brother. He's here not just to give us empty encouragement. He's not just here to give us hope that will not birth anything new. He's here to tell us that though we have grieved, just like Lazarus, there is life ahead of us. So if you're out there this morning and you would like us to walk with you through a time of prayer, I want to encourage you to trust God anew, to trust God without darkness, to allow yourself to receive the promise in his word because in that word carries life and that life is the light that will shine in your darkness and will help you overcome it. So if you're there and you have matters in your hand that you would like God to shine upon, please stretch out your hand before you. This beautiful Sunday, a few days before we come to Christmas, it does not matter how the situation will look like. Let us believe God once again. Let us trust him because as we celebrate this, we are saying we believe you came that we might have life and have it in abundance. Please join me in a time of prayer as we pray through all the darknesses that may have plagued us this year and trust God to shine light on them. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you because you're the living God. We have established through your word this morning that you came that we might have life and we have life in abundance. We have established King of Glory that Lord... You authored and created everything. So there is nothing that happens in this world that catches you by surprise, that catches you of God, King of glory. We thank you, Father, because even as the darkness of this 2020 was coming, 2,000 years ago, you already sent light ahead of it 
so that this darkness will be overcome. And Lord, we want to yield ourselves to your truth and say we receive this light. We receive this light to shine on every darkness that may have risen up this year. And Lord, I just want to bring before you every pain that this darkness has brought. Lord, I want to bring before you every sorrow that this darkness may have brought. Father, every want every form of poverty, every form of loss, every form of grief, every form of difficulty. Lord, you saw this darkness and before any of it came to pass, you had already prepared for us a light and a salvation for it, O oh God. So Lord, we yield these difficulties to you, though we may not see how they may all turn out right. We want to say, Father, that we trust you, that we are going to pick up again the promises that you spoke to us. That Father, we are going to pick up again the hope that we had in you. That Lord, we are not going to look at this Christmas time as if it's any other time, Lord, as if it's any other Christmas time. We are going to acknowledge that life Light has come. Light has come into our darkness and that this light is going to overcome it. So Lord, we surrender our pain. Lord, we surrender our fears. Lord, we surrender our doubts. And we pray this morning, cause your light to shine upon these things and overcome them this morning. I pray, Lord, where there is need today, that there will be providence, King of glory. I pray where their hearts hurting, Father, there will be comfort, King of glory. I pray, King of glory, where relationships have been broken, the Lord, you are bringing healing. Lord, you are bringing restoration. Lord, you are doing a new thing. Father, you have spoken us by your spirit, the Lord, we are going into a new season, into new beginnings, as we enter into a new season, as we go into a new year. Father, I pray that your people will not lack for any good thing. Father, that jobs will be gotten, doors will be opened, King of glory. Healings will be received, Father. Children will be restored, King of glory. And Father, your light will indeed shine upon us. And Lord, when we look back, we will say that though we walked, though we walked in darkness, your light came. Your light came in that darkness and it was overcome, King of glory. And Father, I just also want to especially pray for those who are hurting in their spirits, O oh Father. For those who may be going through depression, King of glory. For those who their spirits are so low, they have lost hope, but they are listening to your voice this morning. Lord, I pray that you may lift them up. You may lift them up from those pits, King of glory. There is no darkness that is so thick, Father, that cannot be lifted by your light. So Lord, I pray that you may send your light in every one of those darknesses. And Lord, may every that kind of darkness flee, O oh Father. May they have hope afresh. May they get new direction from you. May they get encouragement from you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you because we have heard from you and we thank you because we know these things that we have prayed and trusted to you, O oh Lord, you are going to bring them forth and you are going to cause your light to shine upon us. For we have prayed this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Are you out there? 
and you're not born again, this light that shines in darkness is available to shine in the darkness brought by sin. I want to encourage you, brother and sister, don't stay in the darkness brought by the enemy. Don't stay in the deception of sin because as you remain there, there is no way you will ever experience this life that brings light. And as long as you stay in darkness, this darkness will continue to mess up with your life. It will continue bringing destruction in your life. I want to encourage you to step into the light of God this morning. I want to encourage you to give your life to him and say, Father in heaven, shine your light upon me. Take away all the darkness that the enemy has put in my life through the sin that has been in my life and let me be a child of light. If you're out there and you'd like to give, you'd like to give your life to Christ and step into the light, the everlasting light of God, please repeat after me these words that you may come into the kingdom of light. Heavenly Father, I thank you because today I know I have been living in darkness. I thank you because I do not have to walk in darkness anymore. Please forgive my sin. Receive me in the kingdom of light and cause me to become a child of your kingdom. Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you for new life and I thank you for new light in my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. for listening. We hope this message has blessed you. If this ministry has impacted your life, you can help us reach others by partnering with us. You can give through our website iccimara.org slash give. Be sure to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Have a great week.